You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. And welcome to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. I am Joe Galina, joined as always by the Tony Sincata. Tony, what's happening? Just trying to keep a track of everything that's going on in the world. I mean, we've got uh, football, baseball, mm-hmm. uh, you know, lots of things happening in the world. And it's an amazing, amazing time for fantasy sports, sports fans in general. The things are going good. Yeah, right, right around the corner, uh, March Madness, right? Yeah, I I, uh, I don't know. I, I do a little of that. I don't yeah. go crazy. I, me neither, but I do like watching the games. I mean, I'm you know I'm a lukewarm basketball fan, but I I really like watching the college games. A lot of energy in those. Uh, I don't play many brackets. If you know, maybe one, if any. Uh, but uh, it's a fun time of year. Lots of stuff going on, like you said. Uh, you know, uh, what about two weeks till opening day? I mean, it's 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 amazing, right? A little over two weeks, right? We got to turn back the clocks tomorrow. Yeah, we lose an hour of uh, of sleep, and uh, uh, want to thank everyone for uh, giving us a part of their weekend and joining us on the weekend fantasy update. So, yeah, uh, how how are you going to be dealing with that lo- losing a, an hour of sleep, Tony? What, what are you doing? And then uh, and then I have to talk to the king. That's going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> you have to talk to the king what an hour sooner. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know you got to be uh, easy. Go easy with the king because uh, you know he's. He uh, texted. Uh, he tweeted that he was uh, uh, gut wrenched. His 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 gut was wrenched over uh, the Richard Sherman uh, being cut by the the Seahawks uh, this week. So uh, you got to you know oh, be a I can't be, even be, talk. be a kinder, gentler Tony Sincato when you when you're dealing with. I can't the talk to that guy about the Seahawks. <laughs> it, it is so like maddening. Like he he is the only guy that doesn't think they're rebuilding. Uh, he's the only guy like. Uh, that tells me that every other player left on the defense is a Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's just maddening. Like, I can't deal with it. I I, I would rather talk cricket with him. <laughs> well, maybe try it, you know, Monday morning. Uh, talk a little cricket. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I'm saying I can't handle the Seahawks talk anymore with you. It is so insane, and it's so crazy. I can't wait till they go 3-11. and 11. <laughs> That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be interesting. Uh, we have uh, Drew Creaseman. He covers the Rockies for the uh, BSN uh, Rockies Network. Uh, he's gonna join us in the second hour. So, uh, lots of questions. Absolutely, and I want to get his take. Thirty-three Obviously, outfielders. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, maybe he could give us a little insight too as to if he uh, noticed any changes once that uh, humidor was used in Colorado. I think a couple weeks ago you had said that uh, you found that there was like a maybe a ten percent change in offense. I mean, ten percent in yeah. runs, eighteen percent in home runs. Right. And uh, well, look, you know, we were still using the uh, Rockies bats. Uh, games played in Colorado in DFS lineups uh, last season. They're so, still the yeah. uh, uh, well, I can give you. I, they're still the number one offensive ballpark in baseball. So that mm-hmm. that's the craziest thing is. Um, um, what do you do with these these numbers? Like, I think you have to truly evaluate it. And I, I'll tell you what, I think we're overemphasizing this whole Arizona thing. Yeah. Uh, more than anyone else, I, I'll give you the stat. I'm going to give you the stats. Um, 
Um, so you can go, you can go here. The Colorado Rockies in 2017 were number one in baseball uh, park in runs scored. In home runs, Colorado was uh, number five in hits. Coors Field was number one <laughs> in doubles. Mm-hmm. Coors Field was number three. So you see these numbers, and you go back, and you go there. Do we have the year that the humidor was put in play in Colorado? We're going to have to check that out. I don't have it. Was it 2002, I believe? Um, I'm going to get that number for you because now I'm I'm on a mission. Mm -mm. So I'm thinking, I mean, in the top five in every statistical category with the humidor, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking they were probably number one in every category there. So it hasn't changed much, right, it, it, as far as the what's going on in Coors Field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the numbers are less, but they're still beyond uh, the league. They're right there at the top of, uh, top of the league. Right, right. And, and look, you know, we, we've seen uh, Paul Goldschmidt, first baseman for the Diamondbacks, uh, based on the information that uh, Diamondbacks could also be using a uh, humidor. He's still a first round pick, but you see in some drafts he's he's way down there in terms of like you know maybe eighth, tenth uh, when he was like a top three pick, and I, I mean that's to me that's crazy because I'll, I'll take him every time. <laughs> I mean you know I mean first of all if there if there is a, a significant change. He still plays half of his games away from Arizona, so you know. I mean, that's that's number one. He also gives well, that's, you half a lot, though. Yeah, but still, he's still going to give you those stolen bases. He's still going to hit for average. I mean, are you, would you shy away from him uh, based on the potential uh, drop in, in in production because of this humidor? <laughs> no, no, but right. I think it does drop him from four to nine. Yeah. So you, okay. So you agree with what's going on then? I think he's yeah. There's no way you take him out of the first round. No, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that you know what? Just there's so many good players, and I think in anywhere from four to thirteen, you could pick any of those guys. Mm-hmm. That you might just want to take out uh, the the unknown situation and just draft someone. Else. So the human was introduced before the 2002 season uh, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So in 2001, I will. Uh, I will bring up the numbers there at Coors Field. Um, you know, here's the funniest part. Coors Field was actually number two in runs scored uh, in 2001. Progressive Field was number one, Cleveland's ballpark. Yeah. In home runs, Coors was number two. Again, Progressive Field was number one. Mm-hmm. Um, the hits, the hits, Coors Field was number five, which is still there. There, so it's actually improved since the humidor, uh, based on the statistics. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we're definitely going to uh, bring up the subject with uh, Drew Creasman from uh, BSN uh, Rockies, and also, like you mentioned, uh, Cargo uh, Carlos Gonzalez uh, signed with the team a one-year deal, so it gives them a big surplus in terms of of outfielders, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what it does to the Rockies lineup. I mean, there was some speculation that Charlie Blackman might now again be uh, leading off, uh, because there was talk about him uh, dropping down in the order a little bit, but uh, also uh, Ryan McMahon, uh, is he going to be playing first base, or is Ian Desmond now going to have to play first base? It's going to be interesting, and uh, Rymel Tapia and David Dahl, we've got to find a way... uh, 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 to get these bats in the lineup, possibly, right? Gerardo Parra? <laughs> I think that David Dahl is heading back to the minus. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to happen. Um, I think Tapia 
is going to end up being the fourth outfielder. Harado mm-hmm. uh, Parra has got two and a half weeks to get ready now for the season. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is Cargo, right? How does he platoon with Harado Parra? Right. They're both left-handed bats. Right. Yeah, and that's another thing we're going to uh, uh, approach with uh, Drew when we have him on. I mean, if he thinks that the Rockies, I mean, do they consider him uh, an everyday outfielder anymore? Or, like you said, I mean, is he is he basically no. uh, he's dropped down to a platoon player? I mean, he's not that old. It, I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but his numbers against lefties were were dismal. Mm-hmm. And well, the Colorado has a bad mix. Like they should, to, to be honest, they should never sign Brad Cargo back. Mm-hmm. Tappy is a left-handed bat. Parra is a left-handed bat. And now Cargo's a left-handed bat. Mm-hmm. So how do you play these all these guys against lefty? Like, it doesn't make any sense where their outfield is. And the only chance that David Dahl has to uh, make the team is if he could, you know, learn hit hit righty, too, because he's the fourth left-handed bat in that outfield. Right. Yeah, Cargo last season, uh, 206 batting average, 241 OBP and a 321 slugging percentage against left-handed pitching last year. So, yep. <laughs> that's that's that is horrendous. So, but uh, you know, it, it, interesting career, right? I mean, uh, when he first came up, a uh, five-tool guy. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. uh, early in his career, uh, a lot of injuries, injury prone. Then finally, uh, you know, he kind of grew out of that a little bit. But uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens. So, Ryan McMahon bats lefty to the first baseman for people out there. Mm-hmm. So what I think this is going to mean, and we'll, we'll, we'll get clarification, is that I think now that Ian Desmond will go back to first base against left-handed pitching. Mm-hmm. But, so they get McMahon out of the lineup, but what do they do? They throw another left, like they have all lefties as a reserve outfielders. Right. Uh, you're right. Uh, doesn't make sense, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> How's your uh, drafting going in that uh, great uh, fantasy baseball invitation? Oh, wait, are, you, are you done? We've been done for two days. Really? Okay, I'm in. Yeah. We're in the last round of our draft. Uh, are you liking your team? Oh yeah, my team, and it's not. It's. Uh, I think only I like it. <laughs> well, that's what counts. I mean, it's tough to to do a draft in a 15 team league because a lot of times, you know. Uh, you look at the team after you're done and, and you don't like it. But I, we're going to go well, over our draft later. But uh, I don't play. I don't, like I don't play in many non-15 team leagues. To tell you the truth, though. Yeah, I think yeah, you know, it's either 12 or 15 for me. And uh, if at all possible, I make it a 15 because it's more challenging. And and we were talking also the, the other part of uh, a little bit challenging in, in these uh, drafts is having a two catcher league. Unfortunately, this was a one catcher league. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that you know it's just a little bit more challenging when you're in a a 15-teamer. My, intel- my intelligence is so much like on a higher par than everybody else. <laughs> you are that amazing. Most people won't yeah. Get. yeah, most people won't get my lineup, but, you know, yeah, it's not their fault. Right. It's, the, you know, it's the parents. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do, right? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a millennial situation, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hey. Uh, you know, what's crazy is, um, are you one of these guys that believe in the... Uh, the projection sites that you know spit out at the end of the drafts, uh, mm-hmm. how the teams stack up. You know, I, I feel better when my projection is higher, of course. But uh, you know, I, I've been projected very low and finished high, and then I've also been projected the, uh, you know, uh, very high and finished low. So no. <laughs> 
Yeah. So the funniest part was this week uh, after the uh, the uh, tout war situation, uh, our colleague Adam Ronis, which you can hear right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, one to three p.m. was predicted to come in last. And uh, Adam Adam always does pretty well in his league. So I, I tweeted out. Uh, uh, Adam, are you going to go on record saying that Fantasy Pros has the worst projections of <laughs> of all time? And, uh, he wouldn't take a shot at him, but he said he wouldn't come in last. There you go. All right. He was being dip- diplomatic a little, uh, right? Didn't want to Yeah, but burn he really bridges. thinks they they suck. All <laughs> uh, right. So uh, yeah, maybe, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You, you got to play him. You got to play the season out, right? Uh, I think uh, the Fantasy Executive, I think he, he was a... Uh, Projected to finish in first. Yeah, so that that I think that might have been mixed up. No, I mean I kind of I, I I like Corey's team. I mean we could go over uh, that draft as well. Uh, you know that we're talking about the Tout Wars mixed league, right? Uh, and they're uh, using OBP instead of batting average, so uh, that that comes into play as well. I, I think we're how do you feel be about that? Well, uh, OBP, I like it. No, how do you feel about Tout Wars using OBP? Oh, um, I like it. I mean, uh, you know, growing with the times, more and more leagues are kind of using a couple of different formats. So why not? I think it's asinine. Why? Because the Tout Wars draft is supposed to represent the industry's beliefs on their players. Mm -hmm. And people at one time would follow what these people would do and their favorite expert would do Mm -hmm. and use that information in their own leagues. And 98% of the leagues out there are played on ESPN and Yahoo for free. And they all use average. And these guys have an ego the size of uh, the state of Texas. (laughs) And they change the rules and can't do what they're supposed to do. Well, at least they didn't use quality starts, right? That I'm I'm not uh, a fan of. I'm not I like I'm I'm in favor in the quality starts in general uh-huh. terms. Right. But I, we've outdone like the quality starts is like as relevant as dinosaurs. Yeah, it needs to be revamped, it's basically, right? Yeah, it's a 4.50 yeah. ERA. Right. And of course that's not quality starts. So it, it, I like what we do. If six innings, if we can get like that at 3.75. Yeah, that would make more uh, sense. Whatever the mathematical mm-hmm. yeah, whatever the mathematical equation, I'd be all for it. Mhm. Yep. Because if you, if we, I mean, we sit here and we tell people you can't chase wins, but yet it's a stat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Very true. Right. Uh, so yeah, uh, like I said, I mean, the uh, quality starts stat. I think you and I both agree needs to be revamped. I mean, four point five is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So, I, but we're in agreement that it's like the concept is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because the wind Especially the way that the pitching uh, has has, uh, progressed. Um, Let me ask a question, though. Go ahead. What if we revamped the win, right? Mm -hmm. What if you left the game, you pitched six innings, and you left the game, and you were eligible for a win? Why doesn't the starting pitcher get that win? So the starting pitcher leaves after six innings, eligible for a win. The team eventually wins the game. Yep. Uh, but no, eventually loses the game. Oh, right? then why would he get the win? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he did everything he can, and for our statistical point, and uh, I'm talking from a fantasy, yeah. and not on the overall baseball, right? Yeah. He did everything to qualify for a win. When he left the game, yeah. the bullpen blow the game. So why why should it be why should he suffer a negative consequence based on what others did? 
Uh, I disagree. I don't think he should get the win. Uh, maybe he should get maybe well, a, a me, participation uh, trophy or something. I don't know. Well, I'm going to turn it going? around now. <laughs> I'm going to turn it around now. Good job. Then why Is that it, called uh, good job? <laughs> I'm going to turn it around now. All right. Then you have to fix something else. All right. Why does a, a guy, if a guy came in the sixth inning and blew the lead, right. he would get a blown save. And if they win the game, he still gets a blown save. There's no consistency in the stats. Right. So you're saying if the, well, we'll, we'll, this is interesting what we're talking about, but uh, uh, we'll pick this up uh, when we come back. Uh, You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tony always keeps you on your toes. You listen to the weekend fantasy update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. You got Joe Galina, you got the Tony Sincata taking you through your weekend. Hey, Tony, uh, I know you you don't watch too much TV. We, we've spoken about this before, but uh, uh, at the end of the weekend, Sunday night, uh, the uh, Fox Network is going to be showing uh, an O.J. Simpson special. They, uh, he, he did this interview uh, I think it was I forget what uh, what year uh, 2006 where he talks about that if he had uh, murdered uh, his wife his ex-wife and uh, Ronald Goldman you know what you know how he would have done it I guess any yeah. interest in this thing I don't know <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of OJ stuff right like yeah. I like I I think if I was flipping the channels and I stopped it could capture my attention. Right. It's the kind of thing I, I think like, I'll uh, DVR it, right? And then I'll say I'll watch it. Yeah. Maybe, I, you know, maybe I'll watch part of it or, you know, but it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, the, of course, the, the, gonna, I, I, the clips that they show leading up to to the show uh, make it seem very interesting because they pick the best parts. But it's going yeah. <laughs> to be interesting. I remember but, back in the day, though, I, back in the day, I was living in Boston when that the jury came out. You know, you watch this thing every day. The whole world was captivated by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so finally, the jury's going to come out, and I'm like, oh, finally, this thing. And then they say he's innocent. I go, mm-hmm. wow. They had the 12 dumbest people in one room at the same time. <laughs> like, yeah. that's amazing to me. Yeah. Like, how the hell could he be guil- not guilty? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, this is going to be an interesting interview because he talks like it supposedly gives real detail as to you know yeah how he would have gone about doing it if you know he were the one to have done it so uh i'm just wondering if he's still now that he's out of prison uh if he because he uh vowed to find who actually did this yeah yeah he hasn't been looking either yeah i wonder he hasn't been looking because he's in las vegas and uh maybe he got a hot lead 
Oh, you think you he never did? know? That's what he did. Yeah, yeah. He maybe he should blame the shooter from the uh, you know the concert thing. Mm, okay. Maybe they, maybe that's it. Dis- yeah, you know. Hard to dispute it, or uh, or blame Tupac Shakur. Mm-hmm. Because he can't do anything about that now. Right. Can't blame uh, Oswald because he, he was dead 30, 40 years uh, when that happened. So he can't blame Oswald, uh, Lee Harvey uh, How Oswald. many people? Um, yeah, that's a OJ. Are you glad that um, he got out of jail? I mean, that's a crazy situation, <laughs> right? Ron Goldman, if you're his family. You got to, uh, you got to, it's got to bother you a little for the whole OJ situation. Yeah. Well, originally the family, when they were going to uh, air this uh, many years ago, were against it, but now they're for it. So maybe they're making some money off of it or something. So, yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's, you know, you know, the family of the Goldman family, the uh, uh, Nicole Brown family, and even, you know, they, they have to relive this whole tragedy over and over again. It's like, you know the the nine eleven victims. Every year they have, and you, you you can't forget about it. But every year, the families have put through this gut wrenching nine eleven ceremony that they have to deal with, and uh, you know they have to deal with it publicly if they so choose or whatnot. So it's tough. You know, I mean, I guess everybody should mourn in their own way, but uh, whatever. Um, so before we left, you you had uh, uh, we were talking about uh, the uh, starting pitching. And, uh, There's in no consistency in, in statistics, right? Yeah. So we have pitchers that lose wins when they leave the game and through no volition of their own, they uh, the team loses the game. Right. Yet in a reliever situation, a reliever is uh, giving a blown save any time that he comes in a save situation mm-hmm. and a run scores and it eliminates that. So basically... If a man comes in, a reliever comes in with a man on third base, yeah, and that guy scores, he didn't allow that guy on the base, but he scores, and the game's now tied. He has a blown save recorded to him. Right. And then to go further on, they win that game later. His team wins that game. He still has the blown save. Right. So why, why isn't the same kind of uh, record-keeping in wins? Like, we have situations here where teams get blown saves but they win the game mm-hmm. you know and taking it i guess a, a step further let's say if that starting pitcher the situation happens is exactly like you said where the starting pitcher pitch well enough and then he hands the the ball off to the bullpen and someone blows it for him but then the team comes back and wins so you know are you saying or would you accept giving the starting pitcher some kind of credit for getting them close. I mean, if you're going to give, uh, in the other scenario before the commercial where you said that the uh, starting pitcher could get a win, um, I mean, would you give the the starting pitcher a win in this situation if the team comes back after (laughs) there was a blown save recorded? Yes, because I would give him the win regardless, right? Right. He would already have the win in my book. Even if the team lost, because that's that's a little offbeat. How do you get a blown save if you win? No, but but you're saying that even if the, the earlier, right, in, in the previous, uh, yeah. you, you had said before the commercial, you had said that if yeah. the pitcher leaves the game with the lead and someone blows the blows his lead, right? yeah, <laughs> gotta be careful what you say. Um, 
you would still credit the the starting pitcher with a win, even though the team lost, because he did everything he could could to secure the win there. Yeah. And I'm saying it's not outside the box because yeah. you're already doing that by giving a relief pitcher a blown save in a game that this team won. So yeah. it's not, and it's no outside thinking. It's already being done. Yeah. All right. I mean, okay. I mean. Why am it's, I the only one thinking of this thing? Because you're so, like you said earlier, you're, you're so much smarter than the uh, the field. Yeah, sometimes it's, it it's hard you, being you. being you, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes it really is. I mean, when I think about this, I'm like, you can't do it one way for 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 pitchers that pitch. That's the other thing, right? We have rules for pitchers that start the games. Like you have to pitch five innings, right? But a guy, say you leave in the fourth inning, mm-hmm. a guy can get one out and get the W. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's crazy too. Well, yeah, well, with the way that the game has has moved, where pitchers are pitching less innings, pitching. Uh, not pitching as deep into games as they previously were. Maybe that's something they yeah. need to look at. Maybe you know. You what know, is Tampa gonna like? Who gets the win in these Tampa games on the fifth day? Now, uh, for all the people out there, Tampa has decided they're gonna use a four-man rotation, right, right. and they're gonna use bullpen in the fifth game, mm-hmm. and no pitcher is gonna face the batting order twice. Mm-hmm. Well, who gets the win? Is it the second pitcher that gets the win? By today's rules, yeah. I mean, if let's say the uh, starting pitcher goes three <laughs> three innings, right, uh, leaves with the lead, uh, he's yeah. not not uh, eligible for the win, right? So maybe Is they that right, yeah. Maybe they need the to, to add a stat like two innings? Uh, GJ, good job, or something. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think baseball, like, you got to change with the times sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, change with the time. Oh, speaking of changing with the times, texting and driving in New- the state of New York gets you an $850 ticket now. Are you okay with that? I'm not okay with that. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm basically, I'm ready to move out of New York, to tell you the truth, with everything that's, uh, <laughs> that's all, all the taxes and the fees and the, 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 the ways that I could be charged for something, money-wise, I mean. But I don't yeah. text and drive anyway. It's very dangerous. Let's face it, it, it is very dangerous. You know, I mean, if oh, you're yeah, driving I, on the highway and you, and you see someone that's uh, veering into another lane, you know, sometimes your first instinct is, is this person uh, you know, either drunk or something. Then all of a sudden you pull up next to them and you see that they're, they're freaking on their right. phone. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it. I've done it a lot too much. And mm-hmm. you're right. I know people that have died. And and, uh, and, and I, I've, I put myself in a bad situation one time where I, nothing happened, thank God. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, you can't do it, and uh, you, you definitely can't do it. And we're just so used to attached to those phones. We gotta, yeah. we gotta do what we can to stop. But I, I blame. I, to tell you the truth, though, I do blame the uh, automobile dealers too. Is that there's a device that could allow, eliminate texting and driving, mm-hmm. uh, but because of our freedom and freedom of speech and everything else, nothing's being done about it. Is it linked to the Bluetooth on your car, maybe, and it like it senses yeah, if you're texting like or yeah. something? It'll yeah. yeah. They have ways to to stop it, mm-hmm. and they also have uh, ways um, like when you go to concerts, if you're in an indoor concert, mm-hmm. if they want a lot of people now tape everything and put it on YouTube. Like, yeah. oh, I was yeah. here. Like, if you go to any concert, you <laughs> right. see everybody's got. They could stop that too if they want, but um, some people feel it's it's against their constitutional rights.
That's interesting. How would they be able to stop it? Like, uh, you know, uh, the, the phone would sense that you're at a, a, uh, an arena? Yeah, while they have techno- wow. <laughs> we have techno- I mean, if we could send nuclear bombs to North Korea, I'm pretty sure we could stop cell phones from recording at a concert. Let me tell you something. I mean, there are certain things, and uh, we're going off, but we're going to get back to baseball. <laughs> but, you know, I, I take the Staten Island Ferry every day, right? And, and we talked about yeah. this where, you know, you could uh, communicate with someone who's uh, floating, uh, you know, uh, you know, thousands of, of miles over the earth, right? They could yeah. they could speak, you know, but I can't get Wi-Fi on the Staten Island Ferry. That, I'm, that I'm just traveling from one borough to the next over the water. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's why Gabe Morrency of Game Time Decisions believes that no one ever landed on the moon. <laughs> that if we can't get cell phone service in Staten Island, right? There's well, no way across we the water, the right, right? Yeah, right. there's no way we got a guy on the moon. Well, take it a step further, Geno Smith. All right, Geno Smith. Uh, I, I don't know if he's if he's still with the Giants. Hopefully, they'll they'll cut him or have cut him. But he he firmly believes there's a group of people that believe that the Earth is flat. So yeah, uh, Gabe yeah, Morrissey, yeah. uh, he doesn't believe that we land there on the moon, and uh, and Geno Smith and a group <laughs> of people think that the Earth is flat. And uh, I guess it's possible if you really don't believe that we've been on the moon or traveled in space, and those pictures of Earth from space are not real. So you know because the pictures of space show that the the Earth is a, is round, right? But not according to Geno Smith and company. <laughs> but <laughs> and uh, and McAdoo, uh, former Giants coach, felt this guy was smart enough to uh, to start a, a game or two for the Giants this past season. There he goes. There he goes. I mean, I guess, I guess he didn't call any plays. You know that that would have precluded him from. Well, if, if the Earth is flat, go in yeah. this direction. Right. And round it out down here when you get to the circular part of the earth. Yeah, like, call, that would have been confusing. Yeah, he called an audible. He didn't like the uh, the, 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 the call from the sidelines because uh, it didn't take into consideration that the earth was flat. There you go. <laughs> I think that, yeah, we have a lot of different people with different opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I made a mistake one time on SiriusXM. I, was t- I started talking about um, illegal aliens. Uh-huh. And... And it, like all of a sudden, I had well. Which aliens are we talking about? Like ET kind of aliens or oh, aliens yeah, from ET, another country? Yeah, I okay. forgot. <laughs> Not the Donald Trump illegal aliens. <laughs> yeah, the, the right. And people were calling me like this is a sports show, right? right? And I was getting real calls like my dad's in the military, mm. and they would kill me if they found out. But they have people. Locked up, (laughs) 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 and uh, yeah, it was one after another. Like I was like, "Oh my god, what is going on here?" And do you believe in this whole like Roswell, New Mexico situation? That's a tough one. Uh, I I I believe that there are. Wow, we're getting real deep here, Tony. I I do believe that there (laughs) there are other universes where there are living. Uh, organisms. Um, it wouldn't shock me if <laughs> if 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 Roswell uh, was the location where one of these uh, spacecrafts uh, landed. I'm going to guess that you don't believe it. I I, I yeah I, I don't mm-hmm. right now. I don't mm-hmm. believe it. Mm-hmm. But if if there was one, mm-hmm. I, I like to have sex with one. With, with an alien uh, or uh, yeah, an extraterrestrial? Yeah, I think I would like to, like, I want to be, the, I want to be the Adam and Eve of uh, of this new like life form. Mm-hmm. Like, so I would try to, you know, have, me and uh, like a Martian. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we had sex, we could have the first human Martian 
baby. <laughs> like that would mean a lot to me. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully things work out yeah, because I mean, I've, I've heard of situations some... where there have been abductions, where uh, there have been uh, s- there's been sexual experimentation done with the the people that have been abducted by these uh, ETs, these extraterrestrials. So maybe you'll be lucky enough. Maybe just by saying that. Yes. Yeah, tell so, I'm willing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put it on Facebook. All right. Uh, let's get one. We have less than two minutes, but yeah. Uh, should we talk one thing about baseball? Uh, what do you think about Aaron Judge? What do we? Th- we just talked about the blown saved wins, and you pooed oh, that. That's true. Yeah, I did poo yeah. that. Okay, that was baseball. Well, then let's let's keep going with the fantasy thing because we've got less than a minute thing. Uh, fa- <laughs> no fantasy, like in terms of. So, do you believe in ETs, extraterrestrials I, in general? I think there's I think there's like a twenty percent chance that they could be some sort of living organism somewhere, but I don't believe they made it to New Me- right. Yeah, I don't think they made it to America, to the Earth. Well, I like that Bugs so Bunny yet. commercial, because they should have made that left turn in Albuquerque, right? <laughs> wouldn't we like think about it? Don't we have like a military here that would do something about it? And, and when you think they're going to just announce it on the six o'clock news? Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Hmm. Like, they should. There's a lot of things that uh, our government and uh, we're getting real deep here, but our government and military knows that that they're not going to share with with Tony Zincada. They, they know how smart you are. Information. This is the freedom. It's the freedom <laughs> of uh, this country, right? It was built on freedom, and we well, the government run by yeah. the people. Yeah. The government run by the people. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't we know that there's aliens coming out of New Mexico every once in a while? Hey, listen. Uh, it, are there a bunch of Sasquatches or Bigfoots uh, up in the Pacific Northwest? No, I don't think so. Because I do. The I thing know. is, really, Crazy. yeah, yeah. I'm hoping it's They'd more hope. It's more for, hope. They'd have a long time of living because that <laughs> thing's been around for a while. Well, because they keep on reproducing. Come on, Tony, get with the program. We'll be back with more weekend fantasy <laughs> update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. And we're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. We're talking baseball. We're talking extraterrestrials. I'm going to get back to the Sasquatch and Bigfoot a little later in the show, but just want to remind you uh, that uh, next segment we do have a special guest, Drew Creaseman. He uh, covers the Rockies for BSN Rockies. Uh, That's right, the uh, top of the second hour. We've got Drew. He's going to join us. We've got lots to talk about with him. And uh, so, Tony... um, 
I put this, I put on my uh, Facebook, so I am now I'm available to aliens. I put, do you believe the Earth has had <laughs> aliens visit us? Question mark. If so, would you be interested in mating with one to create another life form and become a modern day version of Adam and Eve? I'm interested to see what the people think about that. I, I do you mean, think people will chime in? Um, yeah, I, I think that the people that follow you on Facebook definitely, yeah. <laughs> 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 just just to just to give you a little difference in terms of you know like this you know I, w- with my facebook I, I don't know if you we're friends on facebook i don't know if you actually see yes. my, my posts or whatnot yeah. uh you know i, I saw you i saw you uh <laughs> uh you, you uh looking at the sexuality of a cat this morning <laughs> That's my cat, Sexy Sadie. She was just looking so good. I had to, I had to post a picture of Sexy Sadie. Yes, uh, but usually, like, I'll try to like uh, repost like interesting news articles I see or stuff like that. But uh, yeah. uh, this morning, I was just you know preparing for the show, and she just looked so uh, majestic that I had to take a picture and post it. But uh, there you go. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's that's her name on her tag, Sexy Sadie. Sexy shit. Oh, yeah. I didn't, so I, it wasn't. It wasn't a verb before. Uh, no, Sadie. It's, it's, it was it's actually a name on it's her a birth noun, certificate. A proper I guess. Noun. If, if a cat had a birth certificate, <laughs> that, that's yeah, that's her real name. If she had like a, a birth certificate in a social security card, uh, it would be sexy Sadie. You want to know real quick how it happened? My son uh, t- bothered me to to you know rescue this cat. Whatever. I said no, 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 no. <laughs> So he texts me a few years back because she's about four years old now. And he's, he's like, pick a name. And he gave me the names Sadie, Michelle, and uh, another couple of names. The names that we used in Beatles songs. So I'm thinking maybe oh. he's, he's asking me this because he's working on a school project and you know wants, wants to know what name I think I should use. So my mother, uh, <laughs> this is weird. My mother, her nickname was Sadie. So I said, you know, if you're doing a project, just, you know. Call, use, use the name Sadie. I didn't know I was naming my cat after my mother. <laughs> so oh, that, That's yeah. weird. My brother did that over our grandmother. <laughs> he named his dog after grandma. I thought it was weird. <laughs> really weird. Like, why would you name a dog after your grandmother? Right. But, uh, you know, some people hold their pets, you know, in the highest regard. They yeah, like yeah. their pets more than humans in a lot of cases. So, mm. uh, you know, at, at sometimes, uh, you know, pets and animals, uh, you know, do act better than humans but you know i want to just say that uh, the <laughs> we could go on we, we could just not talk uh, sports at all tony you and i but maybe we'll do that maybe oh. one day. just a three-hour show just talking life but anyway the great fantasy baseball invitational tony you know what i'm on deck with my last pick Get out of here. Yeah, that's it. We're in the 28th round and while the show uh, was going on uh you know it's my turn so uh, just we're going to I'd like to get into this with you in terms of and we're going to do this later. Maybe we'll analyze some of the tout wars uh, drafting that went on this week and, and uh, our teams in the uh, great baseball fantasy uh, invitational. So the, the, my last couple of picks, just to, to let you know, right. Round 25, Jorge Bonifacio. I think you kind of like him, right? I mean, in oh, round yeah, 25, yeah, yeah. he's going to be the everyday right fielder for the uh, Royals, and he's got some power. I think he gets you a little short runs, than 20. 18, home. Yeah. He'll get a little sh- I think he gets a little short. Yeah, 18. Yeah. He's right around yeah. there, so he has a shot. Yeah. And then he, uh, he has a decent batting average, and he'll get a couple steals there. So he's a guy that won't hurt you uh, when you get this deep in the draft. Yeah, 25th round of a 15-teamer. And then yeah. I, I, I stretched in, in round 26. I went with Adam Engel. 
uh, oh. Scotty Engel's uh, cousin. Uh, well, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking that look, I'll probably never start this guy or whatever. But hey, if he if he could bump up his batting average a little bit, get on base, he has a potential. You know, uh, playing every day for the White Sox for 20 steals. No? He has a potential to play every day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, if he played every day, he would get that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he plays every day mm-hmm. or or what was going on with that outfield situation there mm-hmm. uh, with Engel. Last year, he, he got hot for a couple of weeks, uh, and he had, showed some ability. I think the White Sox offensively are going to be a lot better team than people uh, anticipate. Mm-hmm. But the outfield, I'm confused on what they're going to do here. Um, Leroy Garcia is a guy that played pretty well at times last year. Avisal Garcia is definitely going to be in the mix. And I thought Nicky Delmonico would be an everyday outfielder. So Angle, to me, would have been the fourth outfielder. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure. Like, he's been playing every day. Right, right. And Delmonico has been the guy... Uh, been used at some DH, but I thought Matt Davidson would secure that job. Right. Davidson's like a home run strikeout guy. Yeah. Uh, there. So I, I think it's worth it, especially with stolen bases are so tough to uh, get during the draft. I think it's worth a flyer on Adam Engel. Yeah. I'm just not 100% convinced, but right. you know what happens when you pick a guy in the 26th round? <laughs> if it doesn't work out, you cut him. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, you know the potential, the steel potential. You know, I'm hoping that he becomes their everyday center fielder. But you brought up some very good points. I mean, uh, Avisel Garcia is probably going to be the everyday right fielder. Uh, he hit 330 last year. You know, almost uh, I think yeah. 18, 20, uh, 18 home runs. And uh, Del Monaco, uh, I think he's penciled in as their everyday left fielder. But uh, uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, so then, um, and in the 27th round, I went with uh, Brian McCann. Now, in the 22nd round, I had picked up Jorge Alfaro. And uh, I like Alfaro, but let's face it, he's a rookie. He hasn't played a full season. McCann, look, yep. I know what he is. He's a 230, 240 hitter, but 18 to 22 home runs. If Alfaro falters, you know, you know, and, and rookies sometimes do, even though he, you know, for a short period of time he played well last year, I figured let me, let me get some, uh, some pop and, and a backup for my catcher. I gotta be honest. The Jorge, yeah. See, this is a one catcher league, so yeah. it's a little different. I like I like the way you went at it. You just get a guy late, whatever, mm-hmm. um, go at it. But I think I, I listen to a lot of shows, and Jorge Alfaro is talked about way too much, <laughs> right. way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this guy gets single digit home runs this year. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. He he only walks. He, in that that 114 at bats last year, mm-hmm. he only walked 2.6 percent of the time. Yeah, that means he swings at everything, yes. right? Yes. His bat on balls to play was 420. Mm-hmm. He struck out 29 percent of the time. I get single digits. I think he hits like 220. Yeah, and you know, I agree with you in terms of yeah, he needs to walk more. Uh, so that's why I kind of like got a, a backup plan uh, for him. Yeah. But I, I kind of liked what he did, you know, uh, in terms of. Uh, you know, in the minor leagues, I mean, nothing crazy. You know, two sixty two batting average minor leagues. His OBP was. But you know, go ahead. His final year at two thousand seventeen, he had three hundred fifty at bats at AAA. Mm-hmm. He struck out thirty two percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, taking a chance on him, 
in the twenty second round. No, and then like it, I said, there's no up. problem with yeah. yeah. There's no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But I hear people talking about a much higher regards than that, and I'm like, ooh, no. man, slow down. Yeah. Like you pick a guy in the twenty sixth round, there's there's no risk associated with it. Yeah, you can go and um, in two thousand fifteen, he I think he had fifteen home runs at the double A level, right? And you could get a, in a good offensive ballpark and a decent batting order. Yeah, take a shot him there, but don't overrate this guy. Where right. I think a lot of fantasy analysts. Are. Right. My favorite rookie this year, I don't know about you, is uh, Calhoun from uh, Willie Calhoun from the Rangers. I mean, Willie a lot Calhoun. of people, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, a lot of people in love with Acuna, and I think he's going to be a fine player oh, or whatnot. Yeah. I just think that maybe the first few weeks he might be in the in the minor leagues. Maybe the uh, Braves might want to, you know, get more uh, control over him. You know, the the whole Chris Bryant kind of thing from a few years ago. But I like Calhoun in that ballpark playing every day left field. If you look at his minor league numbers, really good, hit for high average home runs. Uh, Willie Calhoun is my personal favorite rookie. Do you have a, a personal favorite rookie? No. No? I, I try to avoid rookies because yeah. that's all people talk about, yeah. and so they're usually overrated. Right. But I agree, Willie Calhoun is might be the... Uh, uh, a very solid play, and you can get him in double-digit rounds mm-hmm. at this point. So uh, go ahead and do, he's put up twenty, you know, twenty-five or more home runs at every level with a good batting average. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and, and I agree with you. I mean, in a way, I kind of stay away from from rookies. I've got two on my team, Calhoun and uh, Alfaro, but uh, you know, there are some people who fall in love with rookies, oh, and then you know, you. Four, you know, four and five uh, rookies on their team, yeah. and a lot of risk. Uh, that 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 doesn't work out. Right. So I got one guy. I got one guy that I, I uh, I'm taking in drafts, and that's the uh, pitcher Mike. He's uh, and not Otani. I'm not counting him as a rookie. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Are you okay with? See, I don't think these guys. If you play professional baseball, I don't think you should be a rookie. I think like people can argue the minor league baseball is professional because they get paid a salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but I don't think guys like Japan should be eligible for rookie of the year. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I don't mm-hmm. think so. And it's so, funny. I'll let you get to what you're saying, but it, uh, maybe we'll talk about this a little later. It's amazing like what one week will do. Last week we were very excited about Otani because he had you know, pitched so well. His ball was moving great. Then uh, his last start he didn't do so well. But good. We'll, we'll get to that later. That's uh, good yeah. <laughs> for, if you like him. Yeah. Because you can get him now a couple of rounds later. <laughs> yes, yes. So who's the guy you're, you're interested in? Michael Kopech, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. a pitcher for the Chicago White yes. Sox. Mm-hmm. He was the rage last year, and this is a kid that uh, throws the ball 100 miles an hour, and he's a starting pitcher, which is usually not 100-mile-an-hour guys. Um, He walks the park, and he strikes out the park. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things. He's only 21, so I don't think it's going to happen this year. But you get to the last round, the last two rounds, I take a shot. I think the guy easily strike out his caper nine is double digits, and you hope to God that he just doesn't walk the whole park. And I'm willing to take a shot on him in the last round um, there with Michael Kopak. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I'm, I'm all in uh, with you on that. Actually, uh, in one of the articles uh, I wrote for the Rotor Experts uh, earlier this preseason, uh, I, I talked about him. And uh, I just want to remind everyone that uh, to get your uh, rotoexperts.com uh, exclusive edge fantasy baseball package, get it now. This year's version is new and improved with more analysis than ever, including an all-day chat channel, stats, projections, and improved 
cheat sheet generator. Get rankings from top-ranked analyst Jake Seeley, tips from award winner Tim McCullough, and insights from Hall of Famer Scott Engel. Enter code FNTSY at checkout and get your Roto Experts exclusive edge fantasy baseball package now. That's promo code FNTSY. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I got one guy on my Facebook page says he's already started doing this with the aliens. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, maybe yeah. uh, you know he knows of let's say a, a bar where they all hang out. Maybe you could go and uh, maybe get picked up by an alien. The other confusing part is that like people like things, right? They like it. Like they don't put a comment. <laughs> right. What are you liking? It's like, oh, pray for me today. My grandmother died, right, and people right, like it. Right. Like, what the hell are you liking about that? <laughs> right. Well, I think they've amended uh, that where now you could actually put maybe a, a blue heart, uh, you know, yeah. in, in situations like that. But you're right. I mean, uh, early in the Facebook experience, you know, you you would. Somebody would say, you know, uh, I really miss, you know, you know, my like you said, my grandmother who just passed away. I'm so sad or whatever. Are, are you supposed to like that? <laughs> you know, so. Uh, so somebody Facebook responded, I've, you must have seen The Shape of Water. I said, I've never seen The Shape of Water. I'm doing a baseball show. <laughs> and this uh, came up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's funny that uh, you mentioned that because that uh, won Best Picture for in the Oscars, right? And uh, actually, I did guess. see it. Yeah, I saw it last weekend. How was it? I, it was. It was good. It was very good. It was interesting, you know. Uh, but um, I, I understand why that person said that you must have seen Shape of Water, because uh, I don't know if I should. Oh. I don't want to ruin it for you. Are you going to see this movie? No. Uh, okay, because uh, a female uh, has relations with a uh, creature of the Black Lagoon type. Uh, type of being not an extraterrestrial uh this being was found somewhere in south america or something like that and uh really yeah so does that make you want to see the movie a little bit more no no no. do they do they spawn other create creators uh i guess that's in shape of water too because that's gonna be interesting right if they ever make a shape of i doubt they would but it's uh kind of like a a movie that makes you think you know but uh, you know what else is thinkable? Um, we we supposed to get these new tax cuts, which spurred the economic growth of our country. Mm-hmm. And Toys R Us are closing oh, all the stores. You're going to bring up Toys R Us and make me even more depressed about this whole thing. I mean, I, I, I'm a Toys R Us kid. I'm an adult, but hey, you know, <laughs> I, I, I like to collect old toys and whatnot. And you know, bring, when I, we used to bring the kids uh, when they were younger to Toys R Us, I, I, you know, scoot over and uh, go to my own section and look at, you know, these action figures and stuff. So I'm going to miss Toys R Us yeah. if it really does close. Were you a Toys R Us oh, yeah. kid? It's, no, I'm. I don't. I don't know. I'm not big into toys. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and at this stage of my life, I'm more of a toys. Uh, if I go to get toys, it's at Adam and Eve. <laughs> uh, I can only imagine what Adam and Eve is. Is that a, a website it's or an, a, it's a, an adult adult toy store? Mm. I really want to get one of those people that like one of those plastic girls that that um, that looks real and feels real. Mm-hmm. They go for like a thousand bucks. But the really problem that is ex- I, that expensive. Yeah. I, how do I get the maid to wash her out? 
that's going to be interesting. Like, how do you explain? You know, oh yeah, oh yeah. Someone left, we had a party and uh, someone left. I, I'm holding it for a friend. <laughs> like these, are, these are real life issues. Yeah. Well, thank God we have Drew Creaseman joining us in the next segment. He covers the Rockies for uh, BSN Rockies. Hopefully, he's not listening to the show because maybe he might not show up. <laughs> we'll be back with more weekend fantasy update. <laughs> 